Hey everyone, welcome back to Heart Sprained. Hey Nadine. <laughs> hey Michelle. Uh, okay, we, need, we just we really need to mad. tell everybody what just happened. I'm red. I'm mad. Same. We thought we were recording for about 20 minutes. We were not recording. We were not recording. At least it didn't go the whole hour. No, thank God, because I would have just canceled the entire podcast and like right. changed my address. And- it's been. <laughs> I couldn't do Heart's this. brain's on hiatus this week. Oh my god! I, I know. don't know where to begin. You know, it really does happen organically. I but... know. Ugh, that was super annoying. So, okay, listen, well, everybody, we're just if go it's... back into it. So, and if what it, is if... up, Nadine? What is up? What is up? Oh, geez. Um, well, I guess I'll I'll retell the story. I'll laugh um, just as hard as I did the first time. Nadine. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, I got a weird email this week. Um, a couple days ago, or was it yesterday? I don't even know. And it was in a, and I sign myself up for like all kinds of dumb emails all the time. Like I'm a huge email whore. If it's like <laughs> 10% off of this or 3% off of this or like <laughs> enter to win a chance to have lunch with Jennifer Aniston. I'm like, oh my God, I you will enter. <laughs> I, well, I, you would think, but with how often I enter shit, I never fucking win. But in my head, I'm like, someone has to win or yeah. I also mm-hmm. really want this coupon. So I'm like, yep. who cares? So I end up getting signed up for like all this like bullshit stuff. So my Gmail is filled with spam. And so I don't really check it a lot unless I'm like expecting something. And um, I, it's funny because I got one email the other day and actually let me pull it up so I can read it exactly because it was, it was just very interesting to me. And okay. Are you familiar with the knot? Yes, I am. Okay. So But you should not be at this point in your life. No, I shouldn't be because I've never (laughs) planned a wedding. I've never been married. But you know what? When I was 21 and thought that things were going to go in that direction, I made an account. So, yes, I'm very (laughs) familiar with um, what my what you know what that shit looks like. Anyway, save yourself the stress while you can save myself the stress. I was like, you know what? Let me just see. So, yes, at one point I did have a not account. I guess I still technically have it. I never deactivated it. Um, And at the time, it's like. You have to pick a wedding date. That's the only way you can like, play around on the knot. <laughs> so I put it like years into the future, but this was like four years ago or whatever. So like that date has like come and passed. Like it's been a <laughs> long time. But you put husband, his name, TBD. TBD. Yeah. Cause I didn't know who the fuck he was going to be. Like, so I had to write so TBD. Funny. So anyway, so then September 24th, so two days ago, I got an email and it says, congrats Nadine from the knot. And I'm like, what are they <laughs> congratulating me on? Like, did I win one of those many contests that I have entered? <laughs> and I open it and it says, congrats on your engagement. And then a little, it says, a little birdie told us that you just got engaged. Yay. We can't wait to hear all about it and the ring. Let us in on the details and you'll be oh, entered for a chance to win one of five. So, of course, I read this and I'm like, oh, my God, I could win one of five $200 Amazon gift cards. <laughs> and, and then I was like, wait a minute. Here are the details. Right. (laughs) I was like, um, I don't have details to enter because this didn't happen to me. And I was like, was the little birdie your mom? And it's so I mean, like, it it sounds very on brand for mama. (laughs) Like my mom would be the one to like go make a not account on my behalf and be like, Oh, maybe this will like plant the seed and she'll start she'll get married (laughs) sooner. I don't know. But my mom, I'm like ninety five percent certain, has no idea what the not even is. So I doubt it. She's not, she's, you know, she's, she's an old Egyptian mom. Like she doesn't, she doesn't know what the knot is. Like, she's but like, oh, what, I nuts. just cannot even come up with who would send this to you. I was saying how it's definitely not a revenge thing. Cause you're happily in a relationship, not desperate to get engaged right now. No, I have no idea. Like, I was like, I don't know who, why this happened, but now I'm about to like go into my not account and see like, was there some weird trigger that like, cause every time you get those emails that say like your date's approaching, like you go in and you just extend it out like more. And considering wow. I've had an account for like almost 10 years, I've done this a few times. Um, need, like sensitivity training over at the knot. Yeah, they really do. Like what if we broke up? Like, shouldn't you just do a check-in? Like, Hey, we noticed that you had picked the, you know, a wedding date that was four <laughs> years out. Is this still happening? Like, are you fighting over this? Yes. No. Right. Should we still be sending these emails? <laughs> yeah. 
And it's like, I don't know. It was just like dumb. And I was like, okay, this is very strange. So I just logged into my not account and it looks like my wedding is in 346 days to TBD. Oh my God. So that's neat. Yeah. Well, let's hope you got hacked and it wasn't shady, like proposing to you. (laughs) No, that would, I'm, I'm okay. As certain as I am, as my mom doesn't know what the knot is, I am doubly certain shady has no idea what the knot is. (laughs) <laughs> true so i think we're i wonder we're if safe. like in today's instagram age are people just gonna send someone like an instagram poll will you marry me <laughs> like is this the future like this is like the digital proposal right I can so see that oh, my, oh my, god. my god did you ever watch that stupid influencer engagement drawn out uh i think i sent it to you oh this Insta- instagram influencer like had this whole they had a whole like deck to get this whole um, proposal branded and she like went all over the world and her idiot boyfriend proposed to her and it was all on Instagram stories. Wait, what? Yeah, it's really bad. I can't even go into it because I get so angry. Wait, I didn't even know that. Yeah, they pretended it was like this big surprise, but they were both in on it and they all got exposed. What the? Pretty great. Oh my God. Wait, I did not. I have I not seen this. I forget what her name is. It's like on the tip of my tongue. I don't know. I mean, it was so ridiculous. It was so over the top. And I, honestly, if I had the choice between that and getting proposed to from a not email, I would choose the latter. <laughs> I mean, at that point, like, same. Oh, my God. That's so yeah. stupid. I hate everybody. Yeah. Oh my and then gosh. I was saying how it could be revenge. And we were talking about revenge emails. Yeah. And how I would be afraid someone would, like, track it back to my IP address. Yeah, but, like, like okay, out of all the things our law enforcement officers have to go out and invest their time and resources, like, I don't imagine a lot of 911 calls coming in that are like, yeah, guys, I, I got an email from the knot, and it's, it's <laughs> triggered me because I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, that's a drain on our resources. Yeah, um, my tax dollars are not paying for someone to figure out like that you signed them up for some fucked up emails. But I really, can you please share the <laughs> Craigslist story again, please? Oh my gosh. So okay, when the guy, okay, so my ex Adam, the one that cheated on me on Impractical Jokers, that one. He okay, we broke up in like March of I don't want to say it was like I don't know twenty. 15 maybe 14 or 15 I don't remember um anyway so I never really got like any kind of revenge right like I was all like the best revenge is to be happy you know and trying to be all peaceful about it but then like I don't know it was always kind of like I want to fuck with him like I want to do something to him Mm -hmm. nothing crazy nothing that can be traced back to me and I knew at the time if I had done anything he would know it was me so yeah Instead, I kind of just, like, let it die, and then I kind of got over it. And then, like, randomly the following, like, January, so almost a year later, I, I think I was I was listening to the radio, and they were talking about, like, you know, fake Craigslist ads. And I was like, ooh. I love it. I was it. like, I have an idea. And so I created a Craigslist ad with my ex's phone number, and I said that he was selling Super Bowl tickets for $50 because he couldn't go. And I have no idea the amount of calls he got. I don't know anything, but I do know. He must have been so mad. Oh, my God. Infuriated. I know it. Like He's just that guy. Oh, my God. He's probably like, what the fuck are all these people calling me? Like, I can just picture, like, the rage. I would randomly think about it and just die laughing. And I still do that. I think about it. Like, he's probably had to change his number. Like. That is so good. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm always afraid. Like, I'm really spiteful in my head, but I've never done anything, which is so annoying because now it's just built up. Well, now it'll be really good. I know. And I was saying how the most I've done was that my college ex and I got in a stupid argument and I was like on my way to like a college involvement fair where you see all the clubs that you can join (laughs) and all that. And I was walking by and I was so annoyed at him. And I saw like the juggling club. And I just went right over and just signed his email address up. And I never told him. And so for months, he'd be like, why do I get these juggling clubs? <laughs> it's so weird. I was like, yeah. Yeah, weird. weird. So strange how that happens. 
yeah. I don't know anything about that. I, I wonder if I ever told him. I mean, maybe he listens. <laughs> hey. Unlikely, but maybe. Yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, well, now that we're caught up on that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's dive into the actual episode. Let's do it. Um, we're talking about what many people would consider, I guess, the friend zone. Mm. And I acknowledge that not a lot of people love that term. Um, it feels a little toxic or not really, I guess, PC. Friend zone? In 2019. Yeah. Like some people think it's like uh, violates like consent and things like that. Like, oh, like I'm not just because I don't want to like date you or get with you. Doesn't. I don't know. I don't really agree with that, but I respect if you do. But just because there's no other term unless they've come up with a better one. We're going to talk about that. Well, wait, but why is this offensive? It's offensive because they're saying, like, because you've refused the advances, you've automatically placed them in friend zone? Like, they think, you know, I really, like, I don't remember what the argument is exactly. It's almost, like, disrespectful to the girl. I don't know. I I should. I disagree because it's usually the girl who's putting the guy in the friend zone. Right, but they think the friend, the concept of the friend zone is like a gross concept, like that the girl's pretty much only there to get with. But I don't think so. I think this area is kind of necessary, yeah. and I think it's okay. I think it's totally fine. I, I I like that zone a lot more than like some other potential zones. Yes, please, the comfort zone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> friend zone feels good. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think it's there. That could be debated, and if you're mad at us about this please let us know yeah. explain it to us i'm with you um but we're talking about pretty much situations where you don't want to be with someone or someone doesn't want to be with you but you for whatever reason you don't want them to be out of your life it's not like somebody you just met and you're just dropping them um but they're still a part of your life um so that's kind of what we're gonna mostly cover tonight um so let's get into it let's do it okay so can and how do you maintain a friendship with someone once you know that they are into you? Mm, okay. I have a lot of thoughts here. Okay. I think it's possible depending on the other per- the person that's into you's intentions. So mm-hmm. if they're only your friend because they have hopes of like either getting with you or dating you or of something happening, like that's always going to be like an underlying thing that they're going right. to try to, you know, go for. Hide behind the friendship. Yeah. yeah. And you're going to feel it. And that's always kind of weird. Um, and I think some girls kind of like that energy and they like that attention because it makes them feel desirable. Um, but you, you don't want that to be like the driving force of why like you guys are friends. No. Um, I also think it gets complicated if you're in a relationship and you know that this mm-hmm. person likes you. I think that can borderline be disrespectful to your right. to your person. Um, so I don't know. I I, I don't want to say no, but I do want to say probably not. Well, so Mike and I were in like this exact situation where from the mo- from literally the day I met him, I knew that he liked me. He told me and we maintained a legitimate friendship. He never once tried to cross any boundary. He really just kept it friendly. And it was just this underlying thing that I knew that he liked me. And he knew that I like that. I knew that he liked me. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just was never brought up because I had a boyfriend when we first met and we never hung out one-on-one. So it wasn't like disrespectful like that. Um, But yeah. And I asked him, I actually asked him tonight, you know, why, did you like stay friends with me? Wasn't that kind of hard? And he was just like, you know, I think I just kind of hope that, you know, we'd get together at some point. He's like, I obviously liked you as a person too. So spending time with you was like really nice to me. And he's like, I just kind of hope that the more time we spent together, you'd eventually like me. And I thought that was really sweet. Um, But I also think that's really real. And I think that is why we so strongly believe in like being friends with someone Mm. before dating them because it's like the difference is you get to know them as a person mm-hmm. and you like them as a person because there are so many times that like I've liked a guy because he's hot or he's funny and I'm stupid and like 
I'm only seeing that like lust perspective Mm. and I don't even really like him as a person. He usually sucked. Like any guy I dated as a person pretty much sucked. I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that is key. And I think that's kind of really sweet. So I wouldn't throw, I wouldn't throw that out. No, I I love the idea of being friends with someone first. I mean, Shady and I were, were friends before we started dating too. Um, We weren't like, super close friends we were just like friendly and we were in the same group of friends which helps but it helps because like the weirdest thing about especially when you like meet someone online like tinder or bumble or whatever and you meet them and you have you know nothing about this person (sighs) you are starting on a complete blank slate and you only know what they tell you and you have or to what just, you find or what you find online, right? Like, <laughs> and like I remember this being the case with Adam, you know, and like you know, I met him, and I didn't know anything about him. I could only go off of what he was telling me. So he painted such a different picture of the type mm. of person that he was, the guy that he was, the life that he had, the life that he wanted, and that's kind of what I fell for. Until slowly, I realized like everything he was selling me was bullshit. And, you know, at that point, you're already so invested. So I can see why it's hard to like, like, when you, I mean, this is kind of like a side rant for a second. But like, when you think about the idea that we like summon strangers off the internet and try to formulate (laughs) life-lasting connections, deep connections to potentially like pursue some sort of intimate relationship, like, that is the most wild fucking shit I have ever heard. I can't. Like, that is... Can I just... I can't. Have a rant on top of your yes, rant? Yes, always. <clears throat> I need to clear my throat for this one because... Take the stage. This is something I really think that they need to come up with an app or just integrate it within these apps that there are dating resumes. I've said this for 10 <laughs> years. There should be a resume where it's like it lists your previous relationships, how long they lasted, just like a job, and your skills that you learned, like... Rachel taught me to communicate and, you know, uh, <laughs> like you're, I want to find out your weaknesses. Like I want references. Like there should be I want a Yelp like review. This. I want a glass yes. door, you know, breakdown on your Dude. benefits, on your 401k, your credit Expectations. score. Yeah. I want, what, what is it at the top that some people put, um, where that section for what, like on a resume where they, what oh, they, an objective. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I want your education. That hasn't yes. changed. But here's, no, seriously. here's the thing, though. I feel like a lot of people would, A, still lie, and B, like, okay, especially if we entered into the review system, could you imagine the chaos? Oh, could you my, imagine? No, no, no. I feel like I would I die yeah. reading my reviews. I would die. I would be, like, the, the business owner that comments that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the one offering 20% off my next date. <laughs> I would be like, first of all, <laughs> first of all, you know, this nasty picture nose. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I can't. Right. Also, like, you know, it would be helpful to have, you know, what type of phone do you have? Oh. I couldn't date somebody who has a green tag. No, I hate it no. so much. The one person um, I ever dated that had that, I made them no. talk to me on WhatsApp. It's hard. I there are so many people that do that. Indeed. No, I hate it's it. Something that I've learned. Oh yeah, a lot of us do it. And yeah. and guess what? We're also, not all like immigrants to... or daughters of reason... immigrants. <laughs> also, like reason for termination. Like, <laughs> did you, have you ever been terminated from a job? Like, have you ever been dumped? Right. You are you currently collecting unemployment? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> wow, this is a good idea, but like also, a ter- I mean, yeah, I like the idea. Well, I mean, that's basically what your dating profile is. Yeah, right. Yeah, except also, like, I, I really do think that it should come with, like, a photo and, um, like, a little mm-hmm. section that says, like, special skills. Like, I want to no, know, sure. can you cook? You know, yes. can you, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, do backflips? I don't fucking know. Just, like, things that might be like, wow, we could totally get along. And if we can't, at least you'd be fun. I'm telling you, this is the future. I'm totally fine with somebody ripping us off. Just sponsor the podcast. The podcast. Right, that's it. That's all. You right. Have. Like when you make your millions, I'm too lazy to create this. So yeah, I also don't. <laughs> I also don't know where to start. So I'm over it. Yeah. No. Anyway, um, but what about like if you're into someone and they just want to be friends with you? Well, this this happened to me. Um, okay. And I mean, it was 
it was fine. I you survived. Yeah, I survived. <laughs> like I went for it and was rejected. Um, but in a very nice and kind way, like it, you know, and that was, that's kind of the nice thing about being friends, um, is that like, there's like kind of this inherent insurance that they're not going to be a dick to you because they have to see you so frequently. Um, so it, it was like really good. It was probably like the best way for it to have gone with it being a rejection. (laughs) So, I mean, it was a little weird right after just cause like. I, it's uncomfortable. It's like, oh yeah, like, haha. But then, you know, shortly after that, I got into another relationship, and you know, that kind of made things settle back to where they were right. in a way, because obviously, like, it was clear that I was over it. Um, it it made it a little complicated for my new boyfriend at the time because he did not like that I was still friends with this person. Of course. Um, so that was a source of conflict for. I get yeah. it, especially if like you were into him, yes. he wasn't into it back. It's like that unfulfilled void, I guess. Right, and it's like, wait, are you only with me because this guy turned you down? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. but you know, I mean, like I said, everything kind of happens and works out for a reason. But, yeah. and I think like eight years later, you should be able to still joke about right. it. And if you can't, I think not you, but like. If, I don't know. That that makes it weird. I think you should just, like, let it go. Laugh yeah. at what it was. Um, I could definitely see that, like, crashing and burning for some people. But I think for most people, you're friends first. You like each other as people. Right. There's no bla- bad blood, hopefully. Right. Um, yeah. It's awkward. I've never really – I've never – I truly mean this. I've never liked a guy friend. Other than Mike with what happened with us, I've never – liked a guy friend I just never crossed those wires it's just not I can't even think of one time yeah I mean I don't think it's as common for girls like I guess you're right like I mean it happened to me the one time and it's definitely happened in reverse a lot more um and I never want to know if any of my guy friends have ever oh I liked me here's the like, thing and okay do you believe that all of your male friends want to sleep with you no I really don't I really think I'm like their annoying sister hmm you don't? I don't know. You don't have faith in them. I can see that. I don't have what? You don't have faith in no, them. No, I like don't. I, do. I don't. I really yeah. don't. Like, I'm like, oh, men are pigs and yeah. all they care about is, like, right. sex and dating. But, like, so, I here's the thing. I I don't know. I, well, if the girl's good looking enough or the guy's type and she goes for him, I can say, in, like, today's world, I can't really see many guys fully being opposed to it right which makes it 10 times sadder unfortunately which makes it 10 times yeah. more sad that i was rejected 10 years ago <laughs> no, no, no 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 you were not <laughs> you're exaggerating that completely by the way i mean i'm uh, not that's what happened <laughs> no okay well whatever there well it's some guys are pull the thing that i hate the most the i don't want to ruin the friendship like that mm, is the biggest that was what i got load of the yeah, no, that's total BS. Like, you just ruined the friendship. Like, you just made it weird. Right. By, by like, telling me that. no. But it's just a nice yeah. way of saying, like, I'm not into you like that. Well, I can respect that. Like, I don't feel that for you because that's, like, what I would say. But that doesn't mean – I don't know. I, I'm, I would think most guys are just gross. I don't know. but Most guys are just <laughs> gross. But, like, in that situation. But maybe he just actually respected you enough. <laughs> you know? Um, I mean – highly i mean i don't know maybe it's possible but yeah i mean it's weird because it was like a weird volley for a while like just like a weird back and forth and like when i was single and he was single, like it was just very like it just it was it's a mess and i think it's so interesting because i don't know men and female male and female friendships are very they're kind of complicated and i don't think it's super common that a male to female heterosexual friendship is all is like 100% platonic from both sides. I think that's yeah. rare. I really do. I, I guess it changes over time. Perfect example was what you're referring to. Right. Like there were times that it was on one side and the other not. not yeah, it flip flop. Yeah. I definitely know that I had guy friends that I guess made assumptions that I don't know, but not my close guy friends. Well, yeah. I mean, I can only think of maybe like two or three guy friends ever in my life that I've had or still have that are genuinely, genuinely like just friends. And, wow. and neither one of us has ever been attracted to the other 
or been interested mm-hmm. in the other. There's never been like, there's just never been any of that kind of tension out of all the guys that I have known and had any kind of friendship or relationship with. I can really only name like two or three off the top of my head where that was never, wow. ever, ever, ever an issue on either side. That's pretty wild. I mean, I wonder what my life would have been like if I like felt this way for like I can't I literally cannot wrap they're like brothers to me it's like a really gross yeah but I but but here's the thing more often than not it's the it's on the guy's end and it doesn't necessarily mean that they're in love with you but they definitely means that if you you know gave it a shot and like tried to sleep with them they would it's so weird it's so so weird I'm so uncomfortable I know it is weird (laughs) it's weird to know that you know it's funny you know it's funny too um Jenna Birch author of the love gap she did an article on this for the Washington Post that came out today. Oh, yeah? What'd she say? And she was, you know, I should have kept it up. She was talking about, you know, what you should think about before you do something like that. Like, um, God, I just had one of the points in my head. I'm going to pull it up. Uh, I don't know. You should check it. Yeah, check it out. Pull it up from the Washington Post. Um, friend zone? It should be the friend zone. Maybe it is. Yeah. Should I date my best friend? Ask these five questions first. Yes. That's it. Got it. Okay, well, let's see. Interesting. I love her. We need to have her back on. I love her. Jennifer, listening, please. Yes. And she says, okay, so her boyfriend is the first person in her circle of friends that she's ever dated. That's interesting. That's interesting because I think it, it kind of goes off of what we're saying and what we've been saying. Yes. Um, but wait, also super weird when friend groups are super incestual with each other oh, yeah. and they all like hook up. And, like, my college boyfriend, like, I was friends. I, I was, like, friends with his friend group. Then he was all – he was like that with them mm. before me. And, like, that was super weird. But anyway. Right. I mean, it's funny um, because her list of questions here, like, the first one, which I do think is a good one to ask, are you really interested or is this prospect enticing just because it's convenient? Yeah. And I can't ugh, see that. Though. I can. You can? I mean, I, I can from the sense of, like, I don't mean convenient in terms of like, oh, like we'd see each other all the time or he's right. local or he's this. I think it's just more like, oh, well, I'm getting the attention that I kind of want. Like, mm. you know, mm. he's being nice to me. I already know, like he would do anything for me. And Oh my God, I could see. You it. know, yeah. I, I, and I do think a lot of relationships have that dynamic where okay, the guy fair. is so into the girl and the girl's kind of like, I don't want to say settling because I don't think that's the right word, but she's kind of like, no, it is, but no, it is the right, but it's almost like, I don't know if it's considered settling. If it's the type of dynamic the girl wants. Well, I could tell you that with Mike, I remember that I just knew from being his friend that his most recent ex was one of his best friends. Mm. And I was like, I definitely boxed him into being one of those guys who just like, Loves to, like, have that, like, rom-com. Mm. Um, like, oh, I fell in love with my ex. Like, my, he can probably hear me right now, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mike. But I told him this. Like, I just didn't. I thought that's what why he liked me. I just thought he had it in his head that that's what he, that's the way he liked to, to do things. And I hated it because I never did that. Right. Well, I mean, no, because I do think it's really, like, there is no better way to get to know someone than to be their friend. That's yeah, it, it just makes so much sense. But I, mm-hmm. you know, and especially like post breakup, a lot of times, like, mm-hmm. if you have like that one person that you call or that you talk to, yep. and like, that's how I think a lot of this stuff kind of comes up. It's like, however, yeah, you don't the guy who's your shoulder to cry on oh, Jesus. I have been I actually have been friends with like a guy yeah okay this is probably like one instance where like he totally took advantage not in like any like scary kind of way mm. but like totally because it turned out he did like me mm-hmm. like, that was like his in and I cannot stand that type the guy who's like swoops in the knight in shining armor after a breakup mm-hmm. like that's not the guy you're gonna end up with no. it's the guy who you're not paying attention to it's the guy yeah exactly like it's never the guy who like you like are actually you think you have a genuine friendship with and like yes. their ultimate goal again is to like bang you or like date yep. you mm-hmm. that was this yeah you don't want that guy but like you you could and and again i think it's important to say like we're not saying all this so that you can go like shut off this podcast, assess your existing <laughs> friendships and be like, which one of these should I date? Like line up. fellas. No, Let's go. no we're not. <laughs> I'm not proposing that at all. And I re- like, okay. 
I know you hate friends, but I have to reference this. Um, <laughs> obviously, Monica and Chandler, they were friends. And they didn't get together until, like, season four, I guess, or whatever it was. And they got married. And there was one episode where Joey's like, I really want what you guys have. It's, like, very beautiful. And they say to him, well, I think what helped is that we were friends first. So maybe instead of being this, like, playboy who's going out on all these different dates with all these different women and doesn't spend more than a couple of weeks seeing them maybe you need to develop a friendship baseline first and you know see where that goes and so he spends the rest of the episode hitting on phoebe and rachel and then rachel's like no no no, joey we're not saying you you need to you know hit on your existing friends we're saying just maybe get to know girls on like a deeper level first you know yeah like don't try to force it and just pick them and be like we're friends let's try right exactly like because that's probably not gonna work but you know i mean I think it's not a bad thing if, like, I mean, sometimes I think, too, like, friendships start and, like, the timing's always off, right? Like, one mm-hmm. of you has a boyfriend or the other one has yeah. a girl, like, and then you're never single at the same time and then you kind of are. And then maybe it just takes it a little while for you guys to get on the same page. Um, so maybe there was always something kind of there, but you didn't really pay attention to it because the timing was never right or whatever. But um, I don't know. I think it's I, – I, I think it's always good if the friendship – wasn't super close first mm-hmm. I think it's good yeah, you know I think you're right yeah I don't think it's good to like try to turn you know somebody who genuinely is like one of your best and closest friends and that you consider a family and try to like turn that person into your partner I don't know that that's a good idea um but I will say like I think it's kind of nice if you had again you had the same circle of friends you were friendly maybe you hung out once or twice um mm-hmm. and then you realize like there's chemistry there yeah, if it's, like, your best friend, like, I'm trying to think of what is that movie with Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. Um, the, well, he was fat, right? Just, yeah, just yeah, friends. Yeah. It's literally yeah. called Just, just Friends. Just Friends. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yep. I feel like that's when things – I just don't – I think you get to a point where maybe you're actually – it's working up in the opposite direction. Like, you're not being your genuine self anymore. Mm. And you're just trying really hard to impress your friend. Like, they're going to smell that on you if, like, you're really close. Mm-hmm. So if you're super close like that, you have to kind of fess up sooner than later. Right. Um, but if you're just kind of like in the same friend group or just hang out here and there, I think it's okay. to. I think it'll happen more organically if it's like really like a chemistry thing. Yeah. And I mean, especially because I don't know, I think sometimes because when you think about it, like your friends, your friends, your closest friends, your best friends, they're basically like in relationships with you. I mean, like, yeah, you were dating. Yeah, me. exactly. We're we've been together happily for 10 years. It now. was me. That was the not request. For me. <laughs> oh, my God. Are you and I engaged? Um, <laughs> I'll take it. Hell, I think my mom would take it at this point. Um, right. Listen. Yeah. Sorry, Shady. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think but really like that. It's basically just a relationship without any of the physical components. So I, I, like for that piece of it and we i mean we've said this before like i hate saying like i married my best friend we're not saying that that person needs to be your best friend but we are saying that person needs to be your friend like because at the end of the day like when all the lust and the chemistry and like you know the crazy rush and the honeymoon phase fades you need to actually like the person yeah it's huge yeah it's huge you need to just be able to like shoot the shit or hang out and watch tv or talk about dumb stuff like that needs mm-hmm. to be a key component. You need to be on, like, the same page, like, you know, not necessarily with everything, but you just have to have enough of a connection and enough of a baseline where, like, even when the romantic feelings are sometimes at a lower point, you still like each other as friends. Yes. And, like, that's where you can work as a team on things you can kind of tap back into that previous relationship where it all it's like that's your building block that's your foundation Mm -hmm. I agree I don't know if I said it in this recording or our previous recording but the one thing that does get a little awkward is when you have these bro talks as friends (laughs) about like people you're like hooking up with I mean your friend you know when you're just friends with this person or you know you tell like crazy stories about your life and then suddenly you're in a relationship with this person like you get like eight months in and they're like wait a minute I just remember this story about you Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like they know too much they know things that like maybe you wouldn't have like told them right things that like you don't want like to know about your partner (laughs) yeah and they definitely will haunt you for a little bit but you know it is what it is there's it's it's the one downside oh gosh Um, yeah um 
One thing that I kind of wanted to mention that isn't really related to this, but you made me think of it when you said, you know, maybe one of you is in a relationship. Something that's been driving me nuts that I really can't believe is still a part of, I guess, dating culture is say you're out, right? Mm -hmm. You're out like at a bar or something and a guy comes up to you and he hits on you. Ew. Yeah. I already already hate him. When a girl will reply, I have a boyfriend. Why? I used to use that all the time, even when I didn't have no. one. Here's the problem. Ready? There's so much wrong with it. I, okay, First of yeah. all, like, you're nobody's property. Like, we'll get that out of the way. Like, yes, that's <laughs> to be stated. But most importantly, like, guys need to understand that you can just, like, not be interested in them, no matter how single you are. Mm, yeah. And it really dilutes the message. And it also, like, dilutes your agency over yourself and your decisions. Like, you can just say, no, you don't need to pretend to have a boyfriend. You don't need to be, pretend to be a lesbian. You don't need to just know like, what you're saying. You don't want to date somebody. Well, don't pull that. I have a boyfriend. Here's the thing. Wait, that should be the, the side note. What you're saying is true in a perfect world and in an ideal world. I will tell you from my own experiences, it is not worth the hassle of trying to like, like I get everything that you're saying and I agree. It's just not fucking worth it because you almost like just want the strongest and most efficient response. that's going to shut this guy down. So if the best, how about no, no, doesn't work. It does not fucking work. Uh, we'll get it, into that. I know it should work. It should work. And you know, maybe in our kids' generation and when they grow up and are doing the dating thing, it will be like, oh, you know, no thanks. And they keep it moving. And I think, yeah, but I feel like do guys really respect other guys that much? I mean, they, I mean, some of them don't. That's the thing. Some of them don't care even when you do say you have a boyfriend, but your response rate is a lot because they don't, they're no longer seeing it as a challenge, right? They're not saying like, she's just saying, no, I have to try harder. It's like, oh, she's mm. saying no. And it's not a rejection Ew. of me. Like, it's almost like an ego thing for them because by me saying I have a boyfriend, they hear it as I would if I was single. Exactly. Yes. And no, no, and I, I still would that really dilutes. I, I agree with me. you. But at the same time, it's like, you can only fight the fight so many times when you're I out. Know, it's easier, but it's not doing anyone any favor. I know. You need to start working that muscle. No, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care enough. Can you try it just once? No, for me? <laughs> no, I can't because I did try it for a while because for a while I was like, I don't want to have to say I have a, like I was in this boat. I really truly was. And I was like, you know what? I'm fucking exhausted. There was one time I had to leave a bar. I just straight yeah, up leave. Should, but that's the thing. Like, sh- you should have him kicked out. I, well, yeah. But again, it's just like, I want to feel, I don't want to yeah. be here. I don't want to be around him. Like, I'm going to remove myself from the situation because he would not take <laughs> fucking no for an answer. And do you know why? Because I said, I'm not interested. He was like, do you have a boyfriend? I was like, no. And he was like, okay, well, then why aren't you interested? I was like, I'm just not interested. I don't find you attractive. I, like, You're disgusting. I said, I was like, I don't, don't find you attractive. Me. I don't want to, yeah. I don't want to give you my number. He's like, what about your Instagram? I was like, no, I don't want to contact oh, you. I don't want to be in contact with you. Not today, not ever. And he, here's what you do. Here's what you do, Nadine, Celine. You outweird them. Name. Here is what you hit me. You say, okay, give me your phone. I'll give you my number. <laughs> okay. And then you go on their Venmo. <laughs> and you Venmo That's what I should have done. At least, at least $250 for damage. I know. My God. It was honestly the worst fucking thing in the entire world. And I was, my favorite moment, this is my shining moment. I was with Caitlin. Okay. And we went to Bardi's. Never the been to Bardi's. It was, it was a horrible New Jersey oh, bar. Geez. Um and all of a sudden, I was the designated driver, and this was 10 years ago. All of a sudden, like, every single person, this was like, we were sitting at tables. It was a very nice place to hang out, have a couple drinks. I swear, I blinked, and everyone was just grinding on each other, and the music was blasting. Everyone was, like, blackout drunk. I was like, oh, my God, this really <laughs> escalated. This guy, like, could hardly stand up. He was so drunk. He was, like, falling all over himself. And but he was like, just wouldn't leave me alone. And I'm completely sober and just like, oh my god, no. And I knew, I just knew he was just gonna like come to me. Like before oh, he no. did, I was like, here, here we go. And he was just like, hey, do you want to dance? And I go, no, I'm so sorry, I'm allergic. <laughs> and he was like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. And he just walked away. <laughs> I took that from like some I'm movie. Allergic. I think I can't really wait. 
And like, I really didn't think it was going to No, work. it, oh my God, that's hilarious. But he was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh my God, she's allergic to dick. I wonder if he woke up the next day and remembered and was like, wait. <laughs> First of all, he did not wake up. <laughs> <laughs> He's still asleep. <laughs> Second, I would be actually allergic yeah, to dancing. That's true. <laughs> Gluten and dancing, your two biggest allergies. Nope. nope no, nope. that's, I mean, um, it's, it's true. And it's annoying that like, we even have to like come up with ways to say no, but like it's so yeah. like why can't no just be no? I agree with you. I wish that was it was that simple, but guys just they, they just don't they don't take it. We are gonna get into that. I am scared because I get so mad. You I know, know you hate it. So, I mean, listen, I don't love it either, but I just feel like I, especially when you are as single as I was for as long as I was, I feel like you just sort of get to a point where like you own the pieces of it that you can own and you control those pieces. And that's kind of why you're just, you get to the point where you're like, well, I'm just, if it's easier to say that I have a boyfriend, then I, I'm not, I'm done trying to be like a feminist about this. Like I'm just trying to like survive. <laughs> no, totally. And if it's going to make you more uncomfortable right. then don't do it, but it's one of those, um, it's like doing a greater good for society. Yep. If you can just do yep. that. Um, you, you have to feel out the situation, right. obviously. Um, so yeah sorry i really had to just add that it was i know i mean i agree it's fucking it's bullshit like but anyway i mean i don't know how we got here from the friend zone but um i mean but no but it's interesting because it's like like okay i have a well i don't know i I think we know we all know people who have like quote unquote friends who you know even when you say you're in a relationship or even like they just don't respect any kind of boundary Mm -hmm. that you set up um and Mm -hmm. that's always weird too because it's like I don't even want to be your friend now because I feel like you don't respect anything I've said I don't feel like you respect the relationship I'm in yeah you don't respect you don't respect Mm -hmm. shit and you're not taking no for an answer and like you're still trying to like create scenario like it's just weird I don't know I don't like it yep hate it no stay the fuck away from those people (laughs) yeah girls do it too um Oh, absolutely. This is not. Sorry, men. We've just been <laughs> right, but that's because that's all we um, know. <laughs> no, totally, totally. Yeah. Girls do this. Oh my god, I have had girls do this to me in the past, and I and my disgusting ex boyfriend like lapped mm. it up. You know what I mean? Um. So I want to talk about an incredible hack Ooh. that you told I me. I did. About. This is, you know, we've talked about love languages before. So if you don't know what your love language is, you are going to want to find out more than ever, I think, um, because this is a love language hack. Mm -hmm. Hit us, Nadine. So this, this, this hit me in an aha moment, like randomly when I was talking to Shady and I was, we were talking about just, you know, dating or whatever. And I don't know, just kind of who we were before we got together and I don't know, all that kind of stuff. Right. And without really getting too much into it, basically, he said something to me that was like, along the lines of my, like, I know what his love languages are, right? And he's told me they are quality time and they are um, physical touch. So if you are not, or if a guy in particular is not in a place where he wants to be in a settled and committed relationship, but wants to just casually date, he's going to avoid the things that feed his love language mm-hmm. with you. So for example, if Shady's love language is, is quality time and let's say like, you know, whatever, like casual dating, it, he's not going to spend a ton of time with someone, mm-hmm. you know, maybe they talk, maybe they hang out once, but it, it, it just, it almost like it, it answered so many questions that I think so many girls have. Well, it's like, well, we have a good time. I feel like he's into me, but we don't, he doesn't make an effort to see me more than like once a week or once every other week. So why is that? And it could be because they're consciously keeping you at a distance because for whatever reason, yep. it might not even be you, but they've just decided like they don't want a real relationship with you and they just want to keep it casual and they don't want to, you know, get emotionally invested. And they know that the emotional investment comes with certain things, whether that's, you know, the physical, you know, pieces of dating or whether that's um, words of affirmation so that's why they don't try to say a lot of things to you like whatever mm-hmm. and they don't want to hear a lot of things from you or um all these different things that could make someone 
be invested in you, they're going to avoid those things in a casual dating scenario. Wild. So I don't know. I that, that just like clicked so many things in my head when he said it. I was like, <gasps> oh my God, I turned into the mind blown emoji. <laughs> I like morphed into that. I was like, oh my God. And I really think that this is exactly what people do without yeah, even realizing Yeah, exactly. It. Like if you look back, you're doing it. People you've dated in the past who kind of had a wall up. I think that that is probably the tactics. Yeah. Or like it's you're sort of like you're out of a relationship. You're kind of getting back into the casual dating thing and you're realizing like you're starting to get attached. So you ghost. Right. Or like so it's Mm -hmm. almost like you're talking every day and you're doing all this stuff. And those are the ways that you get attached. So it goes back to being very self-aware. Right. And you have to know what are those things that are going to cause you to feel an emotional investment in someone. And are you really ready to pull the trigger on those things? Because if you are, then that's fantastic. And you should create situations for you and this potential person to trigger those things. Right. And to like spend the time, Mm -hmm. say the words, give the gifts, like do all the things that are going to make you feel like, you know, that you want to be with this person and, and, you know, have all those feelings happen. But if you're kind of like just in the casual space, I know a lot of people too, like they don't even know how to do casual because they get so invested so quickly. And I think, again, it goes back to, you have to define what your casual is. And oh, we can have a, we should have a, whole I know we that. really should because being like, again, if you're just, your whole thing is quality time, like, and you're trying to casually date someone, then don't see this person three, four five times a week. Don't do that. Oh, absolutely. You know, like yeah, you have yeah. to control yourself and you have to set the boundaries and the limits that are going to make sure that this is like a successful thing for you. If you know that your thing is like, you know, words of affirmation or get like, just avoid all of the things that are going to make you get attached to this person. Yeah. I mean, with as much as uh, you yes. can, I was thinking, I guess this doesn't work as much with gifts, but I guess you wouldn't be buying somebody. I don't know. I think overall without getting too nitpicky, I really think there's something. Yeah. To it. I mean, especially because like, if let's say your, your main love language is gift giving, then that's kind of awesome because you're probably not going to get a lot of gifts <laughs> from people you're casually dating. And if you right. are, <laughs> tell us your ways. Wow. Because yeah, really. that's pretty cool. God, I am fascinated right? by that. So if anything, like those are probably the people that are better at casual dating. Like the things like acts of service, for example, like let's say your primary two love languages are acts of service and gifts you are probably so good at casual dating because those things just don't happen <laughs> wow wait one of mine is actually and you were good at casual dating oh my yeah. god yeah. all right I, i'm so i way to go guys you did right. for me thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for making it easy to not fall in love with you oh yeah god. i'm a gift giving yeah. person so um it yeah wow it's yeah <laughs> I, I really think that if your love language is something like quality time like you're kind of fucked tell shady we're probably gonna write a book on this and make millions <laughs> off of his idea it's, but it's fine whatever. i think he's, he'd be fine with it as long as he benefits from from the profits now yeah yeah um okay so before we get into this week's millennial mm. dating term i really this has nothing to do with anything but i heard about it today and i'm just obsessed Hit me. with it um so someone wrote an article about there there's like a phenomenon of a feeling I suppose when you go back to a guy's house or you know you're just hanging out with him at his place and you notice that there's something like super accommodating to a guest like a female <laughs> guest probably in this case the author was talking about how she's been with a lot of guys and she's hung out with them at their in their homes and they have like multiple phone chargers for all different types of phones. <laughs> They're like the Uber of like sleepovers. <laughs> hey, can I offer you a mint? Can I offer you? <laughs> Don't forget to leave me a five star rating. Yeah, like how many riders do you have? <laughs> okay, so this. Oh my god! It, I laughed so hard. first. I was like, "What?" I started to think back to certain. There's always. I think everyone on earth has had a moment where somebody's just a little too like tuned in, a little too considerate. <laughs> They're a little too feeling. Right. You, there's just like certain things that they <laughs> do or say where you're like, this is not this person's first, second, or tenth rodeo. Like what? Let yeah. me tell you, if a guy ever whipped out a hair tie, <laughs> I would bolt. <laughs> that is no. too much for me. Like that is like Or it's intimate. like, hey, do you want to check the box like the lost and found? <laughs> 
Versus- right. <laughs> if, if there's a box of tampons, then he's like, please run. It's so true, though. It's like, wait, why do you, like, why are there so many things that make this female friendly? No, I don't like it. Like, do not make this Airbnb. No. I no. do not want that. If I can leave you a tip at the end of it, like, it's been too good of an experience. And, yeah. like, I just don't, I don't want it. I don't like it. I'd rather my phone die, my hair be disgusting. <laughs> I'd rather like, feel like you I, didn't, this doesn't happen. <laughs> ever. Like, I want to, I want to feel like you're a huge loser <laughs> and you're, you are like, wow, this girl is the best I'm ever going to get. I do not want to feel like a guest. Right, right. Like, a, like a rotating, yeah. yeah, no. I so, so get that. I really do. It's, um. That article cracks It's hilarious. I, I don't even no, I don't think it was published anywhere big, but I really cracked up that there was enough of this, that this was an article with evidence and people were quoted. No, I, I, it's just so funny because I think that it's, I don't know. I think that's real. I, and I think guys need to be aware that that can make a girl feel really insecure. Oh, yeah. If you have something like that suggests that you're a player at your house, she's going to see it. It's like we have a sixth mm-hmm. sense and we spot it out of the corner of our eye and we're looking at you but we're not because our other eyes right our other eyes looking at your thing thing. it's looking yeah and we're kind of like not even listening just trying to think of how can i bring gosh i have such a story i could share i I know you know exactly what story it is i'm just trying to decide if i'm ready to (laughs) we oh (laughs) no (laughs) maybe next week i can't share it yet it's too fresh maybe next it's it's too fresh Um, but we'll (laughs) <laughs> our listeners are like not even worthy of the story uh, yet like we have to have a bond yeah we have to you have, have to if you if we hit 100 positive ratings and reviews on apple Podcasts, yes. i will share this story i can't trust that you guys know it's so <laughs> not that you're not worthy you're no just i don't not think ready. anyone i'm barely ready for it and it happened so but it's a good story oh guys, it is best. a good story it is the best so story. okay so i'm glad i talked about that because i was so that was really funny. Uh, All right. Dating term time. That, okay. So this is another one that I made up this week. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me with it. I'm going to call it. It's a little, it's very aggressive, but I think it fits the bill. It is digital rape. Is this like, is okay. this like dick pics? Oh yeah. I actually wrote that down. I'm like, I think sending dick pics counts as digital I agree. rape. Like 1000%. I mean, if indecent um, exposure is a crime, that. right? Like, but, but well, here's my question. Um, if somebody... Okay, I'll get to my question later because I have questions. <laughs> I have other questions. Okay, <clears throat> so this is like... There are many s- scenarios for this, but basically what it is is that guys feel entitled to a girl's response and attention. Mm. And we owe you nothing. Mm. So it's when a guy is like double, triple, quadruple texting you and maybe you're ghosting him which like ah don't do it it's not worth sometimes people need to be ghosted though i know if they're disrespectful Mm -hmm. like just block forget like whatever but you know i think that it's respectful to like say something polite to them but even so these guys will do this so it's just like an influx of of texts constantly just like invading your textual space Mm -hmm. like that um it could be someone that you know and that you've met or someone that you've only conversed with on dating apps and texting. Like it doesn't even have to be somebody, you know, um, sometimes it starts out really sweet. Um, sometimes it, it, it usually takes a turn when you've ghosted mm-hmm. a guy or when you've even kindly rejected. Yep. Him. So then he turns, it's like the switch goes off and he resorts to this like crazy behavior wishing death saying i hope you get hit by a car tomorrow telling you you're Mm -hmm. ugly you're fat you're like picking apart your flaws it is insane okay there's a lot there are a lot of influencers um violet claire is one of them Mm -hmm. that we We wanted to have her on hopefully one day um she has an entire instagram devoted to guys like this and uh we met at acme the other podcast that we love she has been posting all week ironically about Mm -hmm. this um so there, this is not, unfortunately, like, I really think this is a male centric thing. Oh, it um, totally is. Why I think it's, it's, yeah. And why I think it's digital rape is like, no means no. She's not interested. Do not try. No answer means no more follow up. No response is your response. Like, 
And this goes back to something that Nadine and I have been talking about too, enthusiastic consent. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. If the girl's not into you, then like she's not into you. And if you're, if you're unsure, like do not be disrespectful because you didn't get your way. You sound, you don't even sound like a child. You sound like someone who should be in prison. Um, And, you know, Nadine and I talked about this this week because this is, do, do you want to take it? Yeah. Here? I mean, so, I mean, yeah, it's so funny because the Violet Claire, the account you just mentioned, I actually submitted a story to her and it made her account like yeah. she did it. Oh, that, so yeah. if, mm-hmm. feel free to go watch her screenshot stories. I forgot um, about that. That was digital, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I won't say which one it was, but that was that was a pretty bad one. Um, but anyway, mm-hmm. so I think the whole like the reason that this came up is because like it's just always interesting. I think like I, you know, you have friends or whatever, or quote unquote friends, and they, their intentions are very clear from the beginning, what they want. And if you say no, it's like, then they try to kind of downplay it. And they say, well, like, well, why can't we just be friends kind of thing? And it's like, if you ignore someone, they don't seem to get the hint. And the more you ignore them, the more mm-hmm. aggressive they become. And they're not necessarily saying aggressive things, but the frequency picks up. Um, maybe instead of a text, yep. you get a call. Maybe, and you can ignore all of it, and you are still yep. going to get bombarded and bombarded and bombarded. And like, it's just, it's too much. It gets to the point where you're kind of like, mm-hmm. are you fucking kidding me? And then you're like, okay, do I bitch this person out, or do I just yep. let it go because it's entertaining as fuck to see the one sided text thread at this point, right? And yeah we disagree yeah. here i so understand respect get what you're saying I, I i maybe i don't fully disagree with you but i i'm like no you respond like you go in on him you rip him apart you make him hate himself more than he already does and you're just like wait why the, the guy wants to get around right that, but that's the thing it's like, like that's he's, what he's literally escalating and crossing the line into disrespect right like they get there and The whole point of them doing that is that they want you to respond. They want you to engage. So even if it's, you know, in a, like a negative, they're saying something negative to you. And it's like, that's usually why it's almost like they're trying every possible. It's negging. Do you remember negging? Ew. Oh my God. Yes. Okay. So for example, the one thing out of the story that I did submit to Violet Claire that was interesting was that this guy I had gone on a couple of dates with, like he was you know, a total psycho. And I just kind of decided I didn't like, I could, I had red flags everywhere and I just decided, you know, this isn't for me. And I gracefully just said, Hey, you know what? This isn't really working out. Like good luck kind of thing. Did not take that for an answer. And he tried like, first he was like, okay, a couple days later, it's like, are you still grumpy? Or it's like, Oh, are Ew. you this? And then it's, it's, it's like, I stopped. Obviously I didn't answer any, like none of these texts got answered and he resorted to every single method. One telling me that he was disgusted with me. Yep. Another telling me that he was in love with me yep. after mind you like three or four dates. Like it was not a thing. Um, and this just, it, 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 it was just so interesting to watch it. And I had so many friends, I think you might've been one of them. That was like, why aren't you responding? Like, why aren't you saying something to this guy? And I'm like, because yeah. he wants me to. And he's literally doing and saying all these things and crossing all these lines in disrespect to try and get a rise out of me, to try to get me to engage. And it's fucked up. But that is like a classic example of what you call digital rape and what I call textual assault. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. Cancel what I said. Textual (laughs) assault. Textual assault. That's my. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. I'm just going to go back in and just like re-edit it and just like say that. (laughs) No. Okay, but do you want to hear what I think is the most cathartic and appropriate response in the end? Yes. Publicly shame the hell out of them. Mm. I would post their number all over my social media. I would share their (laughs) pictures. I would I would go crazy like that. Like I would just be like, let's go, ladies. Like I know I have friends who would just Right. And I have guy friends who would send them disgusting things. Like if someone did that to me, I would seek revenge like that. It's just like third party revenge. And so my question from earlier is, so if, if somebody sends you a dick pic and it's, it's like, there was no consent, obviously. Mm-hmm. So if you get an unsolicited dick pic, if you post it on your social media, Ooh. is that considered revenge porn or is that just fair game? It's <laughs> oh, a really good question. <laughs> because like, I don't know. I think that seems fair. I mean, that? I'm not the right gauge here because I'm going to be inclined to say it's fair. 
I think so too. I, I would just humiliate them. Like I would be putting numbers on Craigslist. Like if someone really did this to me and listen, if someone did it to you, send them my way. I will happily tear them oh, down. Oh, hundred percent. Oh my God. It's so much more fun when you're like removed from it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can torture them, you know, indirectly. I think that's. that's oh, better. totally. And I mean, not even that. I just think it, but I don't know. That is a good question. Like, is that considered revenge porn? But it's like, here's the thing. I don't know why sending, and I know in Texas now, like thanks to um, the founder of Bumble, um, I know it's mm-hmm. a, it's illegal now to send a dick pic, and it's it's I Thank know, God. and it's and that's awesome. It's like the first state to do it. Um, it's really powerful. I hope a lot of other states follow suit. But it's interesting to me because yeah. in every other state, it's illegal to like whip your penis out and kind of just be like, yeah. that's considered indecent exposure. And if a guy does that to you or near you. Or, like, anywhere when you were not expecting it, not wanting it. Like, that's mm-hmm. illegal to do. So why is it different in, like, a picture, in a text it's message so format? Crazy. Like, it's so it's true. It's fascinating to me. It's like, I don't – and, the and for, like, on what planet has a girl gotten one and been like, oh, wow, thank you. This made my day. Like, I can't – No. No. Literally. It's no, offensive. No girl in the history of women. No. If anything, no. it's like a you ruined my day. You ruined. I think there's like some perverse, like there's something going on with that. Oh, for sure. Like yeah. people who do that, there's something so wrong. Yeah, with them. there's a lot of things wrong um, there. And guys who do this, it's the same guy. I promise you, there is a Venn diagram. It's actually just a circle. <laughs> like that's just one of those. There's no Venn diagram. They are the same person. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they will say disgusting things. They will tear you down. Because little baby got rejected Mm -hmm. and that's how he's dealing with it. And like, honestly, I can't. I mean, also what I would do is because I'm a crazy stalker, I absolutely would probably have found him on social media and hope that his mom is on (laughs) social media and just send her everything. Oh my God. Wait, why do I feel like I know someone who did that? I might, maybe, maybe I read about it once, but I think I read something once about a girl who actually did that and she messaged this guy's mom. And she, I, was, I know, I could so see you being that person. And and she said to the mom, like, <laughs> "This is the type of son that you raised." So, yeah, no, exact. That is exactly yeah. what I would so say. So I, because I would shame her too for raising such right. a scumbag. Yeah, it's so. fucking gross. I hate them. Ew. I love how I say this. Like I've actually done anything <laughs> like this, but I love how you also could. See oh, one hundred percent. Like, let's say we had to play a game of like, guess who did this weird thing? If it was ever related yep. to something like revenge, I would be like, it's Michelle. Yep. <laughs> I know. It's like my, it's like, I don't know. I, I, it is something I want to do so bad. I don't know. Maybe I, I was going to say, that maybe we need to unpack that. I think because I've never gotten justice. Yeah. On Could be. X, yeah. But, oh That's well. very possible. Um, on to a more lighthearted yes. topic. Our breakup breakdown. I, this one's really this funny. Week. It's short. I'm excited. And it's great. And it's Mike. Even better. My husband, Mike. Yeah. So, Mike was, he's given me permission to tell the story before anyone <laughs> asks, but he was like casually dating this girl. Um, this was years ago. And um, she, they all kind of had a, a, the same friend group and she was out with um, a girl that Mike was friends with and a couple of his other friends. And he was like at work or something. And he called her, they were on the phone and they hang up. And Mike's friend, who was with her, texts Mike and says, I love you too, <laughs> question mark. And he's like, what? And he's and she, the girl, was, his friend was like, did you just tell her that you love her? I mean, they were dating for like weeks, like a little, like a couple weeks. And she was like, did you just say I love you to her? And he's like, what are you talking about? And she's like, when she hung up, she said, I love you too. It's the most embarrassing <laughs> real life. <laughs> that after he hung up she said love you too oh my god i have my i have my my hands are covered my face like i'm i am uncomfortable mortified and i've heard this story Mm -hmm. before and i it still like brings up that reaction in me like i am yep wow like she whenever she comes up for whatever reason we call her I love you too girl like she has no I bumped into her once when I was with him he was like you know who that is that's I love you too girl like she will never be anyone but I love you too girl she sure fucking did sorry I love you too girl that is one of my favorite stories ever because it encompasses so many things it encompasses one how psychotic some behavior can be 
Um, and it also <laughs> encompasses the fact that like, don't risk getting caught no. in something that Ever. fucking stupid because it is humiliating. Points for creativity, right? I mean, it was was it like a smart thing? But like, also, who was she doing that in front of? Like, uh, but like, friend. why? Just to be like, oh, like, did she not? I don't know. Whatever. I can't get into it. But I die. Yeah, I I could definitely see like a young girl doing this, but mm-hmm. um, you're never gonna live that down. No one's ever gonna forget that you did that. So please don't oh, do I that. die. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, that's yep. a good one. Wow. Thanks yep. for that. All right. Yeah. <laughs> thanks, thanks Mike. Mike, for letting us share that one. It's one of my faves. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> oh, goodness. Okay. Well, All I right. guess. That's yeah. It. That's our episode. That is a wrap. So happy that second time was a charm. Um, oh yeah. God. I think it was better than the first, so it's fine. Um, so thanks again, as always, everybody, for listening to us. I think we're on episode, what, like 15 now? This is our fifth. God, yeah, at 15. Is. Wow. Yeah. So that means we've been doing this for 15 weeks. That's kind of crazy. Um, I know. So thanks to everybody who's been listening, who's been kind of hanging in there with us, um, who stays in touch with us, Twitter, social media, Instagram, all those places. Feel free to slide in our DMs. If you're new, welcome. If you're not new, then awesome. Thanks for sticking around. Um, and until next week, my friends, thanks so much.